1: You, are, you now are now listening,
2: listening to. It. I figured it would be great if we go back to the first recruiting class in the Harson era, mm. and just kind of get a follow up on how these guys are doing, what they've done, and what we can expect from these guys in the futures. So, let's see what we got here with our 2021 class, and it's it's a pretty intriguing one. Because it's an interest, interesting group in the far right there, but we'll get to that. Guys, you're familiar with Dylan Brooks, Marquise Robinson, uh, Tavares Dawson, uh O'Kelly, uh, I think. I think I'm saying that right. Landon King, Colby Smith, Garner Langlo, Jarquez Hunter, Joko Willis, Armani Diamond, Caden Bridges. As for the transfers, you had Jordan Ingram, TJ Finley, Marcus Harris, Donovan Kaufman, and at the edge, you had Aku Liota. Now, no longer with the team. We had a lot of guys enter the portal from this class, starting with Lee Hunter at the top going to UCF, Amari Harvey going to Georgia Tech, Demetrius Davis, who is now at Alabama State, Hal Presley, who never even unpacked his bags, is now at <laughs> Baylor, uh, Ian Matthews is at Missouri, Roel Torrance transferred out to Arizona State, Kamal Haddon went to Tennessee. I think he transferred in the off season, um, after signing his letter of intent in the late in the winter time, uh, Demetrius, Demetrius, uh, Robertson has exhausted his eligibility by Darius Knighton and Tony Fairall did the same. And Drayshawn Miller is in the portal has yet to sign with another school. Hmm. And I think what's interesting to note here, when we talk about who contributed from this class, uh, We can talk about it. Jarquez Hunter had 89 carries for 593 yards, three touchdowns. He had, I believe, 12 receptions, I think, about 61 yards and a TD in games. I think that's right. I don't think that's right. There's some games he didn't play. But Demetrius Robinson played in 12 games, had 489 yards receiving, uh, 37 receptions and four TDs. And, of course, he was... Started in special teams duty, particularly punt return. Uh, Landon mm. King had about five receptions. And you had four guys or three guys of the newcomers who uh, start a role on defense. Donovan Kaufman played a good bit, had 33 tackles. Marcus Harris played a good bit. Uh, he played actually all 13 games, had 27 tackles, 16 solo. Uh, a. Kuliotta was a big contributor this year for this team. And, of course, you had T.J. Finley who played uh, throughout the year but started the last three games of the season. He threw for 827 yards, six TDs, and an interception uh, through nine games played. Guys, when you look at this list, what kind of comes to your mind? I think it's it's interesting to see who's no longer with the team off of this class. But Mike G., what's your initial thoughts when you look at this?
3: Well, much was made about the guys that left, many of whom contributed Close to nothing. Uh, But look at the list of signees. What stands out to me, uh, Jarquez Hunter obviously stands out, right? I think he is our undisputed number two running back. And when you're looking at the rest of this list, uh, I'm looking at Dylan Brooks was a huge pickup that didn't pay dividends last year, but should contribute greatly this year. Tavares Dawson is going to have a chance uh, to contribute. Landon King is out there at wide receiver. Uh, Joko Willis, man, come on, dude. And then when you look at the transfers in, Eku Leota, such an underrated pickup yeah. joining this squad. Uh, TJ Finley obviously had to pitch in at quarterback. Um, you know, Donovan Kaufman is back with this squad. He had some really timely turnovers, forced fumbles this yeah. season. And I'm just, I, I'm encouraged by this list. Now, when you're looking at who's no longer with the team, Lee Hunter, what did he do? Mamari Harvey, same thing. Demetrius Davis didn't play down. Hal Presley literally got off the plane at Hartsfield International and bought a return ticket and went back. Ian Matthews, Roe Torrance had some playing time. I mean, I don't see Dresha Miller just never panned out. We didn't see a ton of them. I don't, I'm not discouraged by the no longer with the team list. Now, obviously not pictured here because they weren't part of the 21 class is Bo Nicks. Um, Kobe, uh, Hudson. Kobe Hudson, Shane Elijah Shivers. Canyon, Tasha Manning, and Sean Shivers. Yeah, so those guys definitely contributed. However, I'm not sure their production is production that we can't replace. Uh, there's no, I'm, I'm, I'm completely sure their production is production that we can replace. So I, I'm looking at this thing, and for year one, this is this is encouraging. I mean, look at the returning. Even if the guys didn't contribute significantly last year, they've been in this system for another year. Uh, Tavares Dawson, if he plays his cards right, could have a breakout year. Landon King has a chance to be a really special player. Oh, line, I wouldn't rule out anything out on O line. So Garner, Garner Langlo, strap up. Yeah, Yippee ki man! It's time, right? Uh, and Joko Willis, uh, there's a lot of guys who can potentially contribute this year. So I'm encouraged by this. I think when you look at a list like that, which is why we do these graphics sometimes, you look at a list like that, and when you see it on paper, you're like, hmm, we have a chance to be all right. And you got to be really negative to look at that and think that we don't have a chance to be okay. Just my thought. Would you say that Jarquez Hunter was
2: clearly by far the the biggest uh, contributor last year from that class, in your opinion,
3: mm, I would argue between him and Eku, Eku Le- Leota, I think yeah. Eku had a I had real him impact. Or Marcus Harris, actually. yeah, Marcus Harris is in there too. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, you look back at last season, and I can just I can picture plays. I can picture Leota running down quarterback in the open field and making plays behind the line of scrimmage. But I also am remembering um, Jarquez Hunter. Hurdling a whole human being uh, that final, the game winning drive against LSU. I mean, he had like a 40 yard run down the field and eventually punched it in the end zone. And these guys get a chance to come back another year and be even better than they were in year one under Brian Harsin. I I think it's encouraging. I think it's very encouraging to look at that list. Who are you excited
2: about? If you had to pick one guy, Mike, and we'll, we'll get to B and we'll get to Ike in a minute. But if you, if you had to pick one guy who's going to make a, who's going to make the biggest impact from this group and you've raved about a several people in this signing class, you've been high on Dylan Brooks. You've been high on, on Jacquez Hunter. That's well-documented. If you had to pick a guy who's going to make an impact in 2022 above the others, who you're going with?
3: Ah. Uh. My heart really wanted to say Tavares Dawson, but that drop during 8A really, I know it's just one drop, but it really kind of soured me a little bit. I'm going to go with Dylan Brooks.
2: Ooh.
3: A year two top 20 player according to ESPN in all of college football. Uh, he had wildly different ratings depending on which service you were looking at, but ESPN was really high on this kid. I, I think he was the number 18 on ESPN. Uh, I'm looking for him to have an impact second year. And we're going to rotate a lot of guys on defense uh, to stay fresh. Depending on how things are going on offense, it might be absolutely necessary. (laughs) So I'm looking at Dylan Brooks. I think maybe a breakout season for him. I think this might be his introduction. Hello, SEC. I'm Dylan Brooks. He's going to be handing out sack packs there in the backfield. I'm telling you, it's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll send them some chill boys.
1: <laughs> Treat your boys. Chill boys' underwear is designed for maximum comfort with enough space to keep you cool, calm, and comfortable. Chill boys' underwear will help you keep the boys close, uh, not too close. When the game is on the line, you won't break a sweat with chill boys' underwear, whether it's left boy, right boy. For both boys, Chill Boys provides your boys comfort like you've never felt. Visit ChillBoys.com and use code RAPPORT, that's R-A-P-P-O-R-T, and get 15% off of your order. Maximize your chill with Chill Boys. B,
2: when you look at that group, who stood out the most in 2021 from that from that signing class?
1: From that group, I think Jarquez for sure. I mean that's mm. that's pretty easy. And it's not because Marcus Harris didn't. I think Marcus Harris was impactful. You don't play all 13 games if you're not. But Marcus Harris also um I think strength might have been an issue for him. Quickness was something he had coming in, but strength was something that he was improving on and by all accounts, he has improved. So I think if you look at that that list at the end of this season, then we'll be looking at that Marcus Harris pickup like that that was that was a big one. But I think Jarquez is easy because keeping in mind that the biggest plays late in the games for both Penn State and LSU, game that we had a chance to win in Penn State, and a game that we actually won at LSU, it was not our all-world um, top five at his position projected running back tank, Bixby. It was Jarquez Hunter, fresh on the block. Could not get a running back scholarship to bigger programs, only wanting him to play linebacker Jarquez Hunter was the one who ran us down the field. As a matter of fact, I just got done watching um, the LSU game highlights. I think somebody posted on Twitter sometime in the last few days. And I'm like, man, that was him. Like, I I remember the bowl plays because they were the most, they were, you know, the, the sports center plays. But that last drive? That was Jarquez Hunter the real almost deal. completely like he had like a 30 yard run and then he punched it into like that, that was yeah, he, had, he had three,
0: three big runs on that drive. he mm-hmm. had the long run to get us down inside the red zone he mm-hmm. had the second run to get us inside the five and then he had the yeah. eventual touchdown run uh, that
1: put us up for, for all the hype and, and the credit that Bo deserves for because he got the job done that game in other ways too that that drive that won it that was Jarquez Hunter. We don't win that game without him so. He's the easiest way to say, yeah, that was the biggest impact player last year that signed with us in 2021. But that doesn't mean that I don't. I don't know if that necessarily means he's going to be the biggest one this year because I think year two returns for a lot of these guys should be phenomenal, um, especially the guys who got a chance to get on the field last year. I'm I'm with Mike on Tavares Dawson. I want to say sky's the limit, but I mean. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of, of of the the passes that were thrown in a day, that one was beautiful. Oh, uh,
3: was probably the most perfectly thrown yeah. deep ball of a day. And and, and the bowl
1: game wasn't it him that dropped that guaranteed touchdown in the bowl game? Oh no, that was no, when, he, uh, no he was overthrown. Finley was overthrew overthrown him uh, again. He was wide open, right? He was wide yeah. open, and Finley overthrew him. So
0: getting separation does not seem to be a problem for the young man.
1: Yeah, right. listen, right. he got speed. He got speed hey. to burn. He got speed, but. I think I'm going to go ahead and jump and say the the person I expect to flash the hardest, Landon King. Landon King, man. I, I don't think there's All a right, way I they like that they one. couldn't I keep like him off the one. field. You know, of how many wide receivers broke through really into the rotation last year? Mm-hmm. There were not many. Not many guys who actually made it on the field. Elijah Kenyon couldn't get on the field. Michael Johnson Jr. got little time, but he didn't get the shine we thought he should get. A lot of guys were like, "Where are they?" But you know who showed up to catch touchdown passes in big games, not our cupcake games, in big games, was Landon King. Somebody who had just gotten here. I don't know why you keep him off the field this year. I mean, we're hearing good things about him in camp. So I think he will probably show the best, especially now that we've gotten some transfers in at wide receiver. That that starting lineup could look completely different than we thought it was going to look. Completely different than we thought it was going to look even two months ago. Kobe yep. left. Oh, Kobe Hudson. Oh, man, he's such a natural. Shout out to Bla- uh, Blackerby. And lo and behold, we might have, I don't want to say guaranteed slam lock better because that's yet to be determined. But I don't know, man. I, I'm really excited about Landon King and what the rest of the wide receivers um, could contribute this year. Not just from that list, but also what we got coming in. But Landon King off that list, I'm most excited about him.
2: You're excited about him for 2022, yes. correct? Yes, this coming up season
1: who who who
2: you know some guys kind of have a way of shining later on? they may not make an instant impact. Do you see anyone from that list that may actually peak in another year from that recruiting class? I'll
1: bring it up sure mm. if if we are to listen to um the reports of of what we're hearing, how everybody's getting stronger? I think there's going to be value to Dylan Brooks not only sitting year one, but playing year two and then leaping in year three. His third year on the planes will be his second year on the field. And I expect him to probably be unstoppable his third year, his second year. So 2023 season, I think that signing is going to be, yeah, we, it, it took some happy meal shenanigans to get him here. I don't care. Man, everybody's going everywhere because their coaches left the program because somebody cheated. It happens all over the place, man. Look, we just got Traor because uh, Will, whatever his name is, down in LSU basketball. Will, wait. It's we'll a loser. Wait. Yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm on tape uh, saying it, but I'm not going to quit. Man, just quit, man. What are you doing? No, it's fine. You know what? Don't quit because we'll just get a couple of your players. A couple of years will be fine. So I think Dylan Brooks is going to be as good as anticipated especially once, because right now there isn't a lot of edge snaps for him to get. Derek Hall is too experienced. Echo Leota is too experienced. Both of these guys have uh, angles on the NFL, and I don't think Dylan Brooks is going to get the number of snaps it takes for him to get fully adjusted physically and mentally. But that next season, whew, I think he's going to be unreal.
3: Yeah, I've been trying to get the scoop on how he's doing in the weight room. Mm-hmm. And I've really been trying to get that scoop. Uh, my efforts have, not yielded any information yet, mm-hmm. but I will find out because remember, this kid started off his college career in the Brian Harson School of Get Your Weight Up. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see how he does because he didn't have to unlearn anything in the weight room. He just came in and right off the bat, man, he was in that yeah. system. Yeah. Mike G, you mentioned Brooks as someone who you look to make an impact this year,
2: right? Is there someone from that list that you think will actually peak in another year or two from now?
3: Mm, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no. Gonna be... <laughs> Ever, everybody's going to get better. <laughs> and they're going to keep getting better. Because, damn it, that's the way we're doing it now at Auburn University. You get better or you transfer out. We're no longer accepting average. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Mm. nope said, not doing nah, it nobody's <laughs> speaking next
3: year nobody no, everybody <laughs> not anybody yeah everybody's everything's up everybody's <laughs> trending up
2: you can't you can't get better the next your, year
3: Mike, your but. stock is rising number two
2: ike <laughs> <laughs> ike I, I, uh <laughs> ike uh when you look at that list i mean the consensus seems to be that jarquez was one of the top performers from this class but you mentioned harris yeah of course there's a culiot like who mm-hmm. who who do you felt made a very or the most significant impact from that group
0: young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court and now more than ever in the arena of business in the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. Yeah, I'm going to go Marcus Harris. Uh, Marcus Harris um, on the defensive line, Um you know, as as good as I feel like Jarquez Hunter played last year, Marcus Harris um, was in the starting rotation from day one. And he played big boy minutes against the big boys. Um, there was not an SEC game where Marcus Harris didn't make a splash. There was not. And, you know, yeah, and he, he still has some room to improve. But I think Marcus Harris was the most significant contributor from that group. Um, and even, like, As much as I love the plays Jarquez Hunter made against Penn State and LSU, most of his significant contribution was early in the season. Um, When we got late into SEC play, he was hampered a little bit more, um, so you didn't see him on the field as much. So I think consistent contribution throughout the entirety of the year. Marcus Harris is the guy from that group that jumps out to me.
2: Who, who, Who are you expecting? Whose name are you expecting to hear a lot, more than the others, in 2022?
0: Uh, I mean, Landon King is one that I definitely think will be making uh, a significant impact. Uh, I have been high on Joko Willis. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he is making a transition over into getting some of the edge rotation now. Um, if some of the rumors that I've heard coming out of the planes are true, then he will be an edge contributor for us next year, um, playing defensive end possibly or an outside linebacker type. Um, So I do think that he has the speed and the intensity to be able to make contributions. I just can't get the play in the LSU game on special teams out of my head, watching him absolutely dismantle someone in a special teams uh, uh, role. Uh, So I just feel like that sort of intensity is something that's going to pay dividends for us later on. Um, He did now, he's already had some experience, very limited experience playing edge, Uh, He did so in the bowl game. I don't know if you guys remember, it's not very good experience, so uh, sorry, Joko, for pointing this out. But he did get um, an almost tackle that ended up being a touchdown um, Mm -hmm. against Houston Mm -hmm. in the bowl game. So he has played a little edge for us already, uh, but I do think some more time in that role, he will be making a jump this season. So my two would be Landon King and um, Joko Willis that I'm expecting to see a lot of dylan brooks uh, of course i think is going to get a lot of playing time but uh i think Joko willis is one that if we talk about uh most significant leap uh would be him mm.
3: yeah i can i add that the fan negativity about what we haven't seen is something that i'm struggling to understand and i think i guess i think it was ike and i were talking about um the alabama receiver jameson williams mm-hmm. Before he before he got to Bama, he had done nothing in his career. Like fifteen, see the
0: field at Ohio State. Yeah, right.
3: fifteen total receptions in two years. I posted about Moore, and somebody is always a negative Nancy. Well, Brian Harson hasn't brought in a game changer, and I'm like, how do you know this kid is not a game changer? You haven't seen
0: him take you know, play one down in an Auburn uniform. I that that'd be interesting though. I do wonder if people saw the signing of Jamison Williams last year and were like, that's a game changer. Game changer. For no, nobody said that. Not based on right. based on what. And and
2: depending and, and based on who they already had on their roster, you definitely wasn't saying that. Yeah, all eyes was on, on Mechie.
3: Right. He comes in here and did he get drafted in the first round? <laughs> Uh, or is yes. he still there? So. A, no, no, did no. He went 15. He went 15. He was yeah. had yeah. just
1: blown his knee out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Come on, man. So, why can't our guys also be game changers transferring in from a
0: program like LSU that has been recruiting very well? Especially at the wide receiver position. Come on, They've man. Had- great wide receivers at LSU over the last four years. I mean, really, just, I mean, you could go back a decade at LSU and you can see top wide receivers currently contributing. Oh, the my NFL. God. The Odell yeah. Beckhams, the Jarvis Landrys, uh, uh, the uh,
3: just Jam- Jordan Jefferson. Jamar or Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jamar, yeah, Justin Jefferson, Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. I mean,
2: the list they're, is just... They're, they're quietly having as crazy of a wide receiver run as they've had with
3: cornerbacks. Like
2: It's, Correct. Just, it's, it's right. nuts. Yeah.
3: Right. So we take a kid that... Didn't do a whole lot in his first two years. And ever, suddenly nobody's excited about him. But he was very, very highly sought after coming out of high school. I don't get the negativity about what you haven't seen. I don't get people saying that we don't have talent. All the people, we, we need wide receivers. What well, we got, too. Right. And two, that have a chance to be significant contributors. Kids with talent. Can we get on the positivity train for like two seconds until we've seen it in the fall? And I'll tell you what, I'm not, even if it doesn't pan out, I'm not going to apologize for projecting positivity in the offseason. I'm not going to crap on all the hard work that these guys are doing in the summer to get ready. Hundreds of hours of practice and weightlifting to give us 40 hours of football in the fall. So I don't get it. I, I think I think there's when you're looking at a list like we're looking at, it's it's exciting to look at how many of those guys we know are going into their second year in the system under this coach. So many of them will have completely transformed their physical abilities in year two after oh, yeah. two years in the weight room with Jeff right. Pittman and Brian Harson. And they're doing some interesting stuff. They're using technology, like strength and conditioning. Is I mean, hey, I almost bro, don't even recognize if, it.
0: If y'all have not seen the most recent video of them getting it in uh, yeah. during this uh, summer workouts, mm-hmm. bro, I was like, okay, this is this is real out here. Like they, I mean, last year you had um, them, uh, uh, what was God who said it that they were going to look like Marines? Uh, oh, Simon no, it no, was o, Papo. It was, it was Papo. Papo. O and Papo said that they were going to look like Marines. They looked like they were doing Marine PT mm-hmm. <laughs> out there, like they were doing some serious the pool work. Did you see yeah. the pool work? Yeah. Pool work and the and the and the, the log lifts. I was just like, yeah, what are we? What are we doing? What are we doing out here, bro? Lifting like, each we... other. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they were car- They were doing yeah. the uh, firemen's carry with each other. I was yeah. like, okay, y'all, 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 get it in right now, for real.
3: It was a good mix of traditional weightlifting and functional movement training um, with things like log lifts and stuff that help you work as a unit. Understand how the other person moves and what he's thinking and how to move as one. Important for offensive line. They're doing a lot of stuff, creative things, and it's just they believe in it. I'm telling you guys. It, it, we have interviews coming that will explain it better than we're explaining it now but these guys believe in it and they're willing to put in the work so it could look drastically different and if we get some improvements at key positions at quarterback and wide receiver primarily if we get better at those two positions this season looks a lot different i think yeah
2: for sure i'm expecting to see a Couliotta go off this year Mm -hmm. like I really am because he's not sharing as many snaps with TD Moultrie like he was last year he's not he's not sharing as many snaps so I I expect him to really uh benefit and really be a force on the defensive side from this class um I I like the tight end pick for this year um I I think I think that kid's gonna do amazing things Landon King um, so I'm excited about him on offense, but I'm really – I was excited about Aku when we picked him up because I, I felt like he was going to be a sleeper. I felt like he was going to do some some special things, and he did. And I expect him to build off of that in this year. Now, I'm looking for him to really uh, project to actually be drafted, a good draft slot uh, in the next upcoming draft because of his play this year. So uh, got a comment here from Riley M. He says he thinks Coy is a starting
3: receiver – Or week three. Thoughts about Mm. that, guys? Eh, I don't know. I think, I don't think it'll, I I don't know. I expect better wide receiver play this year. So I think he starts week one, or because if he comes in in week three, it means somebody's playing poorly. Mm. I think, or somebody got injured. So I'm not, I'm not going to project injuries in week three. Um, I don't think he is either, but... It's, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, it could just mean he's playing that
0: well, though, right?
3: Yeah, like, well, you know. which in which case, I think he, he starts week one, if that's the
1: case. Could it be a playbook thing, though, since he just got here?
3: It could be. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I really think... I think he has a chance to contribute. I think a lot of guys are going to contribute this year, but I, I think it's more likely that he starts week one than anything else. I mean,
2: I think there's a space for him. I'm excited about guys like him. And again, Landon King, your possession receiver guys. I got real excited about Jackson because I felt like they figured out how to use him in this offense. And instead of making him the primary receiver running go routes and, and they made him a slot guy or made him run possession routes. And I think as a result, his play increased. And so I'm excited about how Coy looks in this in this offense as well. So whether he starts or not, I think he will be used um, in this offense.
1: You are, you now, are now listening now. to.